Hey, welcome to On Le News. I hope this week is treating you well. And if you're listening on a Friday, I hope that you have an amazing weekend. Yeah. I had a day yesterday. It was a day, as all days are, but it was not the best day. It was a little on the hard side of the days. Uh, I mentioned previously that I had flown to Arizona to... Um, do the like walk through and pay for the roof on the RV and all that stuff. And then I arranged for transport on the following Monday. Uh, so, so the RV would get here like Tuesday or Wednesday of the same week. So the RV came yesterday, which was a Tuesday. And, um, the whole day just, just got just meh. So the first thing that happened was my son told me that the concrete pad was not ready, which meant that the RV would have to be parked off to the side. I could not start moving in. Um, and uh, I will have to pay, I have to find somebody and pay somebody to move the RV onto the pad. I can't just use a transport company because that's like a whole thing that they like work in the cost of traveling to your location and then charging to... To, you know, so I'm going to have to find somebody local. And um, so that's like a whole extra thing. Bummer. And then the landlord where I live, who is the brother of the person I am staying with, who graciously allowed me to stay with him during this time of transition, says that I'm not allowed to be here after a certain date. And so... I, in theory, should have been out by that date, but now I have a delay and I probably will not be out by that date. And, you know, it's it's just, this guy's like really petty kind of person and he just, he's just doing it for power, for control. And, you know, just to be a little bit of a bully to his brother and it's just a bunch of bullshit and it's drama. And so that that was annoying as well. You know, and then I go, I drive over to the DMV and I wait for the RV, the Teton, that's what I call it, to show up. And um, they were not, they were not told that they needed to meet me there. So they were not even prepared. They were, you know. So, and then the driver doesn't speak English and it ends up that this entire day that I was like communicating with somebody, it wasn't the driver. And I had no idea. They never told me that it wasn't the driver. Um, I don't know who I was talking to. And then, so my daughter-in-law talked to the guy because he didn't speak English and got it coordinated for him to come to the DMV. And then I had to wait. So I was already there for like an hour by the time he got there. And then like, I had to wait again and the, they told me to get in line to do the paperwork. I get in line to do the paperwork. That takes like half an hour. And then they're like, actually, all you need to do is go outside and wait and then come in and get in line. And I was like, rude. Um, thankfully, I did not have to wait in line a second time. And upon arrival of the RV, I walk up to it and instantly notice that one of the tires looks quite odd. It is like worn down where the middle part is worn down to the thread, on, at the, you know, like the, the metal bars. Um, 
the outer part's still like thick and meaty and like it just looks like it's on the cusp of blowing and I'm just like holy crap what the hell and then I look and the two tires because there's two tires in a row are like pushed into each other so the one tire rubbed the, the other one until there's like no rubber left and the dude was driving it without noticing and I can see how towing it he might not have noticed that it, it might not have felt off enough to notice but like he had to get gas on a regular basis and he did not walk around and inspect the tires he did not use um there are these things you can put on that will measure both uh temperature and pressure of tires and it has like a little thing and it sends a signal to an app and like um or to a re recept receiving device depending on which one you get um and it, so that way um since tires blowing are like a pretty serious issue with rvs you have like warning to like pull over and deal with the issue and he didn't have that either um so like i was just like and i couldn't i'm not i don't get mad in the moment I like, I need time to process. So I'm just like, you know, and he doesn't speak English. So we're trying to talk through a translator, which based on a, a translator app on his phone, which based on how hard it was to understand the English translations of what he was saying, I'm not sure how well he understood what I was saying. But like, we both agreed that it could have blown up and that would be very bad. And like, um, like, yeah, tires blowing RVs can do catastrophic damage. And then he realized that something looks broken underneath, like a bolt in the suspension or something. I don't know the exact part that's broken, but it's definitely broken. So something happened that um, he says the road's really, really bumpy, but the, um, the suspension and stuff is, like, upgraded. It's, like, made for, like, off-roading. So, like, why would, like bumpy roads cause it to break it's not even very old like if it was the original suspension maybe i could see it through wear and tear that it would have just finally given way but i'm just like feeling pretty skeptical knowing that it had beefy hardware on there that it would have just broken from like basic ass bumps so they're denying anything this is going to be like a major hassle because um, I think I mentioned I was unable to find anyone willing to work on it when I was looking before. So, you know, and it's not safe to drive anywhere. Um, he did drive it to the parking place very slowly, but that was only about a mile and a half. Um, and so that's a whole thing. And I need to contact the company and be like, y'all need to pay to fix this. But the contract specifically says that they're not responsible and the carrier is responsible. And here's the thing. The driver, in theory, should be the carrier, but the driver was hired by somebody else. I did not pay the driver. I paid somebody else who is presumably going to be paying the driver. So, so the company outsourced to somebody who's outsourcing. Uh, so that's like a whole just what the fuck man and then i'm trying to like process like all the earlier bad news with this particular thing because like i can't do anything no matter how much i plan and do my research like i talked to all these different transport places like um and i and i have been reassured that i didn't fuck up that this is actually just transport places suck 
Um, I've also been reassured that RV mechanics suck. So when I got ripped off for 600 bucks from that one guy that like, you know, it's, it's not unheard of. Um, it makes me feel really frustrated because I'm not good at trusting people and my health issues make it so I have to rely on other people to get things done. And I hate it. I hate it because I, I like before I got sick, I would have been fucking excited to fix that shit myself. I would have like, I would have already done the work to know what I needed to do to like lift it up and pull pieces off and, and replace them and stuff. And yeah, like, so it's so frustrating feeling useless that the only thing I have to get things done is money and I don't even have that so so the RV was parked next to the cement pad and we went out to dinner and not with the driver just yeah. Oh, 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 oh. And the driver, he didn't know how the the um, leveling jacks worked, but he would like took over to do it himself. And like, so that was a whole thing. And yeah, like obviously doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, those are like standard jacks. And after that, he left. And then we went to dinner and when we came back, the RV was beeping. And um, it was a carbon monoxide detector. And I'm like, what the what? Because there's nothing on. There's nothing. There's no pilot lights. There's nothing. Like, <laughs> what? And then my first thought was like, maybe the batteries are low because the way that the the leveling jacks were working was like really slow. And it just kind of made me feel like maybe the batteries were low. And then, um, but I didn't know how to check. And I went in and I looked at the, um, the screen for the batteries that should have like their levels. And I pushed a button and nothing came on. And I was like, okay, well, maybe because the inverter's not on, that screen doesn't work, but it ends up it should be working, and it's not working. So I I don't know. My son looked at it today because um, I'm not there, and, like, it doesn't respond to input. So clearly something is wrong, and I'm, I'm having a suspicion that when the roof place put things together, they didn't get it all together or something. There's something, you know, or if, if it is all together, maybe the batteries finally died because they're very, they're like seven and a half years old. Um, and that's really old for the lead, lead acid batteries. So I'm not really sure what the problem is. I'm going to have to figure it out. The, that problem for some reason feels like easier to deal with than when the carbon monoxide was just going off and we didn't know why. I actually just left. I was like, I'm going home and left it beeping because like nobody's in there. If there was a dangerous situation, there's nothing I could do. I, I actually emailed the fire department was like, do you, can you come out and do testing? Because if you call 911, they will come out and test your house. So I was like, instead of calling 911, you know, is this a service that you could do? And they're like, no, we don't do that. Like, I'd actually have to pay a service to come out. Um, and I might do that um, once I'm in there just 
for safety just to be like, okay, I've had everything checked. But um, it depends on how much it costs because I'm I'm tapped out, man, relying on credit cards. Um, it's going to take me years to catch up. I'm like, this, this whole situation, I planned it so that I would be able to, like, not be in this situation, but... That's all right. I'll figure it out. Maybe my shop will start doing better soon. That would be nice. Um, I am going to have to get rid of my storage unit, which I think I mentioned before. And that's a bummer because I wanted to have like a workshop where I had like my cry cut and all that. And I'm not going to have, I'm not going to have space in the RV for that. Like I'll have to take it out and set it up and then put it away. And my ADHD is going to be like, we're not going to do cry cut stuff if we have to do that. So, um, because it's a little bitch. Stupid ADHD. So, yeah, I got back last night and I just felt like I couldn't do anything right. It was like, like, I obviously internalized all of these things that happened that were basically outside of my control and was feeling crappy because of it and it was just a lot to process anyways so you know I slept I went to bed a little bit early and um I was like well if I go to bed early it's that much sooner to my perception that I get to have my morning coffee which always makes me happy so that was kind of my reasoning and um and that I could work on the podcast with with Tyler so doing the doing the two crows stuff and and if you haven't listened to that, you should. I'm going to start keeping links in every episode so that it's easy to find and you'll have no excuse. So while I'm recording this, and I'm pretty sure I just changed subject, but I paused and then had to deal with some texts related to the RV and then the fact that it's having power issues. Um, so while I'm recording this, I am also dealing with that. So my son's going to go look at the RV and see if there's a, the DC power switch is turned off or not, because that might explain what's going on. Um, and hopefully that's all it is, because if that doesn't fix the issue, then it has something to do with when the roofing company put the, the solar back together, that something didn't, didn't. Like, and what that is, I don't know, because I'm, I don't, I yeah, you know, I, I will learn, but I'm not at the point in which I can, you know, but I'm pretty proud of the fact that like when everything was happening like last night that I was like, oh, um, it seems like it might be a battery issue. And then I got like thrown off the carbon monoxide alarm is stressing me out. So I didn't dig into it more. So today when, when we realized it was a power issue, I was like, well, my first gut instinct was right. So I just... The more time I spend in the RV, the more I will trust that. And I'm really good with vehicles. Like I can like hear issues in cars and motorcycles and I'm good at like figuring out what problems are. So this will become like that as well. So by the time you like hear this, I will have figured out what the problem is. And I'm hoping that before I'm done recording, I will actually know what the problem is. And so I won't even have to make a new episode about it. I'll just be like, huzzah, before the end of this. I um I was planning to move my stuff to the RV like the Saturday coming up and I'm going to have to reschedule that because of everything and 
Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to get the same kind of help like in the future, but I'm hoping. Um, and move-in shouldn't take too long since I've like cut my list of things I'm going to do by like a lot. But yeah, I keep having like really strong deja vu. So then I'm like paranoid that I already recorded this and that I'm just doing extra that I'm not going to end up using and like, no, but I, I'm pretty sure it's just because it's stuff I've thought about so much that it feels like I talked about it because like the stuff came up since the last time I like recorded, like, um, yeah, like I, I have an RV wish list, and I can't remember if I mentioned it before, but, um, it got like everything on it got bought, which is, you know, really cool. Um, and I was told that some of those items come with puns. And I am like really looking forward to the puns. Let's see if I get them. I'm not always like puns that are like based on like super literal language work really well for me. But like puns that require a little bit of a leap are like a lot harder for me. And sometimes I'll be like, huh, for like a minute. But the thing is, if somebody explains it to me, I still think it's funny as heck. One of my friends offered to put a call out to uh, the community that she's in to see if there's anybody local to me that might be able to help do the repairs on the RV um, since I'm having so many issues finding someone that's willing to work on it. Like at this point, I think that I'm going to have to ask the guy that lectured me for 20 minutes if he could do the work because I just haven't been able to find anyone else. And he's like super backed up, so I don't even like would he be able to come out and get an estimate? I don't, I don't know, man. Like, all I know is like, I just want this part to be done with. I like, I am so tired of making phone calls. I like, I want to move in and I want to be like comfortable and, and have it be my space and try to remember where I put things because I always forget where I put things because all of the cupboards are, have doors and, I forget that I have things when there are doors in the way. I'm very much a like, I love like glass cabinet doors because then I can see everything. And I know some people feel like that makes things cluttered, but if you keep the things organized in the cabinet, it's not that bad. And I just, the ADHD makes me forget things. Like I forget that I have food because I put it in the fridge. I got to keep it on the counter, you know? Um, It's... It, it's very silly and contradictory when you consider the fact that when there's something I need to find, say my wallet, and it's sitting on the counter, I can't find it. I, it's, I literally will walk past it and look right where it's at and my brain is incapable of seeing it. So like, how, why am I both of these things at the same time? Like, how does that make sense? Silly. It's silly sauce. So I'm going to change the subject since I've said what I have to say and actually made me feel even better. Um, but anyone playing Pokemon Sleep? Uh, if you don't know what it is, it's a game. It's made by Modern Nintendo or whatever. And um, I know it's super inspecific and I should know, but my brain said Niantic and I was like, no, no, no. It's, uh, I'm pretty sure it's Nintendo and not Niantic. Uh, anyway, so it's basically a sleep tracker, but it's gamified and you 
you have a Snorlax and the Snorlax has favorite foods and you feed the Snorlax its favorite foods. You collect the ingredients from your friend Pokemon and the friend Pokemon, you collect them. Um, basically, you sleep and that causes the Snorlax to attract Pokemon and you do your research uh, after you've slept, you get like a certain amount of whatever to do research and you feed the Pokemon. And once you fed them enough, they become your friends and they stick around. And every now and again, they drop um, ingredients and you use those ingredients to feed the Snorlax. And I, I've been playing that more than Pokemon Go. Like it's, nowhere near as involved and it's super simple and stuff but i i would rather log in and feed snorlax a couple times a day than deal with all the noise in pokemon go and you get all those fun more like traditional game sounds it's yeah So yeah, you um, you either tie it in with one of those Pokemon, um, whatever they're called, the 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 wristbands, those like Fitbits, but for the Pokemon Go game, um, or you have the game running at night and it records sounds and then like gauges your sleep based on that. And and my um my scores were not that different from my Fitbit. They're a little. They're a little bit better than my Fitbit scores, but um, it's pretty funny because some of the sounds and stuff are like my cat being absolutely destructive um, or me like snoring. And I have learned that I don't like snore like I like snore on the exhale and it's kind of like this like sound and um, it's pretty stupid. Like I'm not even proud of that. But I've been having this issue for like the last year or something. I can't sleep on my back or I um, am not able to breathe. And But I don't have sleep apnea, so I don't really know what that's about. Okay, I found, I found a good recording of Amos running around. Let's see if, it, if the microphone can hear it. <laughs> he does that at night. It keeps me awake a lot, but um, it's pretty funny. I wear like a Bose a sleep buds, so it does help a lot with the noise. And once we're in the RV, he'll have more space to run and in theory won't be like running across the bed so much. And back to the RV stuff, uh, the DC switch was on, so that was not the problem. So... I need to find my multimeter so I can manually check the batteries tomorrow and see um, if they're just like so depleted that uh, nothing is working within the system itself. Um, because even like the, there's like a box that gives information on the batteries, like that's not working. And um, I'm just, yeah, the... The person I bought it from, she's never had the batteries discharged. So, like, she hasn't dealt with this particular issue to know what the symptoms would be 
Um, and then if it's not the batteries being too low, that means that something did not get like connected up correctly. And yeah, so I don't know. I got to talk to the roof place. So I was texting with them earlier today and he just said, let me know if I don't get it working and they can like go over it with me. Um, and I might just be learning by getting my hands a little dirty. Okay, so now, I know you keep getting updates, so I'm just kind of jumping into them, but now um, she had recommended maybe trying to charge the system because um, there's like, if you have the inverter off, you can plug it into power and then tell it to charge the batteries and then switch back over to solar after you turn the charger off. You can't have the charger on and have the inverter on because it will burn, burn up the batteries. But... Um, but that charger's never been used. Like she's never turned it on. And um, my son just went in there, looked and it was turned on. So I guess the roof place used it because the batteries are really low, but they left it on. And um, I'm waiting to get more information because I don't, I do not grok how this stuff works. So um, I don't really understand like if the charger was left on, but the system wasn't plugged in, would it still be you know, doing stuff or, or what, or would that just impact the solar so it couldn't charge itself? I'm kind of thinking it's that, that the, the system won't try to charge itself if the, if the charger's on. So on that note, I am going to end this. Thank you for listening. I need to go do some research on uh, batteries and basically if the batteries are dead, what happens if it still has current trying to be pushed into it and what kind of safety issues and how to deal with that and stuff like that because I think that might be where we're at and I'm a little concerned. But I will update when I learn more uh, in a future episode. And as I said before, thank you for listening and... That's it. Okay, bye.